Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsborough, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 103. Missed it by that much. I'm sure you've all been glued to your TV screens the past few weeks, waiting for CNN International to announce the final results of the Hillsborough, Oregon School Board Seat 1 election. In case you missed their updates, here's the current count, which will most likely be certified tomorrow. Janine Solman beat me, 3,582 votes to 3,524, with the distant third-place candidate at 2,096 votes. Yes, that's right, I lost by a margin of only 58 votes out of over 9,000 cast. Now I know how Al Gore felt nine years ago. It seems like we've been hearing a lot about close elections lately. Aside from the Hillsborough School Board, some less significant races like the Minnesota Senate seat and the 2000 U.S. presidential election have been even closer percentage-wise. Why does this keep happening? One theory is that on most important issues, the majority of the people are very evenly split, and it just happens that we're in a society divided nearly 50-50. However, some would subscribe to a more cynical theory. People are so confused by politics these days that they just randomly vote for one of the two frontrunners whose names they recognize. Of course, for the sake of good government, I hope this one's wrong, but let's examine the mathematical effects of this hypothesis for the moment. Assuming the theory is correct, then in the close elections we're really observing a statistical theorem in action, the law of large numbers. This is the law that states essentially that if you sample a random variable a large number of times, then the average number of times you see each possible value will correspond to its actual probability. Or in simpler terms, if you flip a fair coin enough times, the total number of heads versus the total number of tails will approach a 50-50 ratio. We've all probably noticed that if we flip a coin a few times, we might get lucky and get a bunch of heads or a bunch of tails, but in the long run, the ratio will even out. This law seems intuitively obvious when you think about it. In fact, it was stated without proof by Indian mathematician and astronomer Brahmagupta as early as the 7th century AD. It was not till the early 18th century that Swiss mathematician Jacob Bernoulli proved it rigorously. According to this law, if you flip thousands of coins, you'll expect the total number of heads and tails to get pretty close. In the show notes is a link to a website where you can simulate large numbers of coin flips and see results comparable to Hillsborough's school board election. But you need to be cautious when using the law of large numbers. A common misuse is what is known as the gambler's fallacy. This is the belief that somehow the universe knows it's supposed to approach the proper ratio, and therefore if you've seen a bunch of improbable events going one way, you're likely to see a bunch of improbable events going the other way to make up for it. At a casino, a gambler might see that two people rolled snake eyes on the dice just before him, and therefore decide he's virtually guaranteed not to roll snake eyes. Or if ten of Hillsborough's random voters in a row happened to vote for Janine, someone deceived by this fallacy would then think that the next ten random voters should probably favor me. But that's not how randomness works. If people are truly deciding their vote by a coin flip, then each voter has a 50-50 chance of choosing either of us, just as each coin has a 50-50 chance of being heads or tails. The universe doesn't care about prior coin flips or temporary islands of improbability. An independent event is an independent event. There are no divine beings standing over your shoulder waiting to correct the coin flips in case you get too lucky. The law of large numbers is simply a statement about the natural effects of probability that enough random choices will even out in the end. Don't get tricked by the gambler's fallacy and make foolish decisions based on expecting the universe to even itself out. And next time an election rolls around, try to really think about it rather than flipping a coin. Unless, that is, your thoughts lead you to voting for an opponent of mine, in which case I won't mind a coin flip. And this has been your math mutation for today.